This is the New York Times Audio Digest for Wednesday, April 7th, 2010. Presented by Audible. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Deaths at mine raise safety questions. Website exposes secrets and takes up advocacy. And U.S. court curbs FCC authority on web traffic. In this morning's business headlines, after long silence, cash registers ring again. Greek borrowing costs soar as investors sell off bonds. And tax software error causes some retirees to underpay the IRS. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. Today's top story is titled, Deaths at Mine Raise Safety Questions, reported by Ian Urbina and Michael Cooper from Montcole, West Virginia. Rescue workers began the precarious task Tuesday of removing explosive methane gas from the coal mine, where at least 25 miners died the day before. The mine owner's dismal safety record, along with recent evacuations of the mine, left federal officials and miners suggesting that Monday's explosion might have been preventable. In the past two months, miners had been evacuated three times from the upper Big Branch mine due to dangerously high methane levels, two miners said. Nick Rahal, a congressman whose district includes the mine, said he'd received similar reports about recent evacuations at the mine, which as recently as last month was fined at least three times for ventilation problems. Massey Energy Company, owner of Upper Big Branch, has drawn sharp scrutiny and fines from regulators over its safety and environmental record. In 2008, one of its subsidiaries paid what federal prosecutors called the largest settlement in the history of the coal industry, after pleading guilty to safety violations that contributed to the deaths of two miners in a fire in one of its mines. That year, Massey also paid a $20 million fine, the largest of its kind levied by the Environmental Protection Agency for clean water violations. It is still unclear what caused Monday's blast, but the disaster has raised new questions about Massey's attention to safety under the leadership of its pugnacious chief executive Don Blankenship, and also why stricter federal laws, put into effect after a mining disaster in 2006, failed to prevent another tragedy. Kevin Strickland, an administrator with the Federal Mine Safety and Health Administration, said the magnitude of the explosion, the worst mining accident in 25 years, which also left four people missing, showed that something went very wrong here. All explosions are preventable, he said. It's just making sure you have things in place to keep one from occurring. Ray Hall said that even veteran rescue workers told him they were shocked by what they'd seen inside the mine. The rescue workers, he said, some with decades of experience, told him that they'd never witnessed destruction on that scale or dealt with the aftermath of an explosion of that magnitude. It turned rail lines into pretzels, he said. There seems like there was something awfully wrong to make such a huge explosion. Thirty-one miners were in the mine on Monday when the explosion occurred around 3 p.m. Some died from the explosion, others suffocated from the fumes, state safety officials said. Seven of the bodies have been removed and 14 have not yet been identified. Four of the miners who were believed to have been further back in the mine remained unaccounted for late Tuesday. Officials said there was still a possibility, though slim, that after the explosion, the miners had been able to reach airtight chambers where there are stockpiles of food, water, and oxygen.